We're joined now by Jeff Wilson. Follows and covers the Rangers. And Jeff, first of all, we can all breathe the sigh of relief. We've got baseball coming, and we got it coming soon. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably the best best thing that could have happened yesterday. After that, after Wednesday, they broke off. They looked so close, but then they got their heads sewed back, sewed back on, and and went out there and and kept negotiating that night. And then it just seemed like an inevitability. And um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see major league ball players today. After watching minor leaguers for about five days, nothing against the minor leaguers, but you know these these are the guys that people want to read about coming up what was what was the big stumbling block that they finally got past in your opinion to to get this deal done well you know a lot of i know a lot of people said the international draft but they just kind of tabled that for a few months and um you know they, they'll revisit it in july I, I, I ultimately i think it was the the competitive balance tax got to a a, a good number for the players, an acceptable number. Um, you know, they were they were aiming so high, and uh, too too high, unrealistically high. And I think that's part of the problem. Uh, the, the the players were trying to get too much back this in this agreement. Um, so, but you know, there, it got to a point where the the young players are are, are going to get their raises. And, and, and that's going to be good. And the, the CBT is high enough where the top earners are still going to get their money. So uh, I, I think that that was probably the balance that had to be hit. And, you know, you got to keep in mind, the executive committee is eight, eight members. Five of them are represented by Scott Boris. So definitely the top tiered guys were, the, were, were, were represented in that room. I just wonder how well the, the, the bottom tier guys were. And I think that showed when it came down to the, the final vote, you know, the teams overwhelmingly wanted to get back. They voted 26 to four to, to accept the, uh, the new CBA while the executive committee voted eight, nothing against it. Jeff, it, the new playoff rules in eliminating the play in game and going to 12 teams uh, in the playoffs. Is that a good thing for baseball? Sure. I think so. You know, I mean, kind of you you look at the last few postseasons and there's been some really 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 good games and some really really good stuff and and you know in 20 with with uh, covid uh it was a, a very expanded postseason um and, and but not everything went 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 with chalk you know that some top seeds lost or struggled and it altered their pitching the rest of the way through the through the playoffs so i and i just think the more exposure the sport gets a sport badly in need of exposure, you know, the better. And and you know, expanding the TV package, it, it gives the owners a, a win, uh, gives them a little extra money in their pockets. Uh, but look, base, baseball needs as much as much positive stuff as can happen. And and if a expanded postseason leads to a little more excitement, that that can't hurt. Jeff, you mentioned COVID there, and you know, while we're everybody's on our end of the things in America, seems to be moving past that, and you know, adapting and, and doing what we need to do. In Canada, they came out yesterday that unvaccinated players still won't be able to play, and that's where Rangers, you know, they go up to Toronto early on. How does that impact um, not just the Rangers but teams in general this year with having to navigate that? It, it, it's going to be a mess, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and and. There, it, I think it would it would probably surprise a lot of people to know how few players got vaccinated. Uh, 
you know, teams had to have a, an 85% threshold of their traveling party vaccinated. So that included everybody. All right. That included the trainers and, and the equipment guys. A lot, a lot of players were not vaccinated. And uh, I would assume then that they didn't get vaccinated in the off season. So the Rangers are facing in four weeks time, you know, these players have to decide if they, if they want to get vaccinated. And if not, I don't, I don't know that there's necessarily operational clarity yet on how that would work. You know, would the Rangers be able to call up a bunch of guys from AAA and put them on the 40-man roster without having to remove anybody from the 40-man roster? So, uh, really, this is a big deal that, that people need to pay attention to because the Rangers on opening day may not be the Rangers uh, on their home opener on, on April 11th. It, it's, it's something to watch for sure. Okay, so Jeff, uh, just again, I don't know if you've had an opportunity. I mean, I, I realize it's it's a personal choice, but have you spoken to any players and have they told you why they chose not to go that route when they could cost them an opportunity to play? Um, you know, there were there were some players uh, who had who who caught it before the vaccine, and uh, I think that they they thought that they were. Uh, you know, had the had the natural immunity and and were okay. Um, you know, there there are others who um, did not get it because they're trying to start a family, and they weren't sure how the vaccines would affect uh, them at the time uh, from you know getting one past the goalie. And then uh, um, other people had had seen uh, one player I, I know. Uh, had seen his family get the vaccine and they all got terribly sick and you know it was in spring training when it was first coming out and he didn't want to miss any time so there there are a lot of and, and he had had COVID also so there are a lot of different reasons for it but now um, it's now it's a definite now it's a de- definite problem uh, and if it wasn't last year it definitely is now Jeff, the free agency opened last night at 7 o'clock. Is there anybody Ranger fans should be looking at for the Texas Rangers? Maybe a surprise sign, or are they pretty much set where they're set right now? Well, they're definitely going to try to sign Clayton Kershaw. Um, I, 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 I talked to a couple people this week, um, you know, and, and it's that, that, that's no doubt he is a target. Um, but beyond beyond that, you know, I don't think there are any guarantees that they do uh, sign anybody else. You, you know, they, they would probably like a starting pitcher, but I think they're really zeroed in on, on Kershaw and, and, and what he brings, not just as a pitcher, but the, you know, the, the championship pedigree and the work ethic and all those things. Uh, they really believe that that would trickle down to the, the younger pitchers. And I don't, there's, there's really not another guy out there like them. You know, one name, one name to watch would be Carlos Rodon, the White Sox pitcher who had an amazing bounce back year from injuries. And when he's healthy is just really nasty. Um, but outside of those two names on the pitching front, I don't think there's a, a guy. And then, uh, you know, free agency position players, uh, Sam Suzuki, who's from Japan. I, I know that, that there are, People in the in the organization to like them. It's a little bit risky, but it wouldn't be a ton of money. Um, and and then you know there's the trade possibility. Matt Olson's out there, the ace first baseman. So uh, it's going to be a crazy like two weeks. 
you guys, you know, buckle up. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, Jeff, I, we did get a quick question on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. It said, uh, it, it, how does the new contract, new CBA, how does it affect the Rangers and the Astros, the two teams obviously from Texas? Does it have any kind of different effect on, uh, on, the, on the two teams from Texas, or is it just MLB in general? Yeah, no. The every, all all teams are and players are treated equally under the 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 new CBA. Um, you know, the the, the one thing that's kind of crummy uh, is that their their opening week they don't get the Yankees to come to town, so they're gonna have to squeeze the Yankees in somehow, some way. But uh, you know, and then hey, that's a that's a blow. You know, don't it's gonna be made up. But to lose to lose for the Rangers case to lose opening day against the Yankees, I mean. That that's a big ticket anyway when the Yankees come to town, but man, I mean that's that's a blow. So it's good that those games are getting remade um, or will be made up. But no, every, every, everybody's good. One thing one thing about the Astros though, they were one of the four teams that voted against the agreement. So so it was the the two New York teams, St. Louis and the Astros, who voted against it. So it'll be pretty interesting to hear uh, from their player reps or their player rep what why why they didn't like the agreement. I suspect you're going to have writer's cramp over the next few days, and we can't wait to read it all. Tell me how uh, – tell our tell our listeners how they can how they can get to you, your stuff. Sure. Uh, JeffWilson.substack.com. Uh, go there. You can sign up for the free newsletter, which will get you some of the stuff. But if you get a paid subscription, $5.99 a month or $60 a year, you get everything. And uh, – there's going to be a lot of stuff, like you said, this week. And there already has been, but there's going to be some, some actual major leaguers speaking. So uh, go, go get your subscription. It'll, it'll last you the whole season, and you won't regret it. Jeff, as always, it's a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time today. All right. Anytime, fellas.